Welcome back, everybody, to the Orange Boy Inquiry Podcast. Uh, today's episode is sponsored by... Uh, I Actually, I don't like saying their actual name, so I'm just going to call them the Corbor Store, but they've told me that I have to read what they wrote uh, verbatim, exactly word for word. So, everybody, I, I apologize for this. It's hard to follow, I think, but, you know, they're sponsors and we got to do what they tell us. So, here we go. Are you bored of your doors? Do your floors look forlorn? Does no one look forward to your tours of the Four Corners area? Is your board not keeping score? That's enough to make your core sore. Well, sore cores no more. At the Corebore Scoreboard Door Four Corner Tour and Floor Emporium, <laughs> you're sure to get more from your doors, floors, tours, and scoreboards. Founded in 1944 by Gordo and Ford Corbor, the, score, the Corbor Scoreboard Door Four Corner Tour and Floor Emporium is the store for all your door, floor, tour, and scoreboard needs. They take work orders on doors, floors, floorboards, scoreboards, corners, four corner tours, lures, and more. Use the promo code Orange Door Hinge Sore Core Floorboard Scoreboard Four Corners Tour Store and more uh, no, to get no more than fifty percent off. <laughs> no, no spaces, all caps. To get more than fifty percent off of your order for any door, floor, floorboard, scoreboard, four corner tour, board, drawer, or or lore in the store. So, uh, so thank you for sponsoring I guess, us. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring us, and uh, let's get into it. All right, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry podcast, where three boys who like the color orange... Uh, talk about movies for a sec. We we got to figure out a way to standardize our intro. That little drop. No, I think it's good. We say something different every time, but it's all it's we're shooting around the bullseye. No, I feel cute. like it lacks <laughs> professionalism, but it's, it's um, casual. It's fun, you know. We're just we're just the yeah, boys. Yeah, that's what makes we're just the it boys nice. talking about movies. I'm. <laughs> it just shows I'm off Niall. how good we are at improv. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I'm Jared. We always it's interrupt okay. each other. <laughs> we say I'm James, <laughs> and I just did it again. Well, the delay does it a little bit. Yeah, that's it. Lucas, who are you? I'm Lucas. Yay, Lucas. Okay, great. And we are uh, three boys in Utah in, uh, des- in locations different from each other, so we're on the internet, and there's a little bit of a delay, so there's a lot of interruptions. Has it been um, snowing for you guys? This, it's yeah, yeah it has. It's been snowing down here. Tis the season. Um, but also tis the season. We wanted to do an episode. Um, this week there was a lot of Marvel stuff announced, uh, especially Disney Plus TV shows. Um, and so we were really excited about it, and we kind of wanted to talk about where all of this started. You know, so this week's topic is the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 1. Ooh! Um, yeah, for those who don't know, Phase 1 is everything from the first Iron Man movie up until the first Avengers movie. Um, so we're going to be touching on that a little bit here. Um, Jared, what are your thoughts on these movies, like, generally? So I... 
I love Marvel. I love all things Marvel. They kill it every time. I'm just happy to see some superheroes in movies, you know? But I think Phase 1 actually started out pretty weak, if I'm being honest. I think Iron Man was maybe Whoa. one of the best that they made. But then, like, the first... Uh, uh, Captain America, the first Thor. I think these are like kind of their weaker movies. Obviously, the Incredible Hulk wasn't great, but then the Avengers, like, <laughs> it's good. You know, there are other better Marvel movies, but it it was good. It was revolutionary. So I think it's kind of a weaker start, but I do think it sets a good foundation for all the future movies to come. So those are my thoughts, Lucas. You're kind of shaking your head. How dare you have opinions? <laughs> um no yeah i generally like these movies i especially just like to remember back to when i saw them the first time in theaters and just how much i loved them obviously watching them now it is a little bit less so but most of them hold up and if it wasn't for the quality of phase one we wouldn't have gotten you know the awesomeness of endgame and infinity war and so it all started with playing right. seeds at the very beginning. So I yeah, I really like phase one, even though it has For its sure. problems. Like there are some fun stuff about it. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that even like a lot of the importance of phase one wasn't even necessarily the quality of movie, but just kind of the feeling that it had, you know, and kind of that like. A little bit for the first time ever, like, you know that these movies are really building towards a, a big kind of culmination film, you know? And not just in, like, the traditional trilogy style, but in, like, this big crossover thing that hadn't really been, I feel like, explored in blockbusters before. Yeah, then. when... Um, I love... I was gonna say, when Nick Fury uh, I comes love Marvel. at the end of Iron Man and he's like, yeah. you know, we gotta talk about the Avengers initiative and stuff, and you're like, hold up... <laughs> What? You know, this isn't yeah. just Iron Man. This <laughs> yeah. isn't just the, you know, this weird random off the streets back alley superhero. This is like, right. this is actually a thing. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I thought that was... It's going to turn awesome. into something huge. And I, I am maybe a little bit whipped by Marvel and I'm just kind of willing to like anything that they make, <laughs> even if I recognize that it's not very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I just, I seriously love this stuff so much. Um, looks like we lost Lucas for a sec, so we'll maybe just do some more filler before we present the first question, because I want him to hear everybody's oh, answers. Yeah. Oh, easy. He's back. There he is. All right. Let's jump into it then. <laughs> we had some, we had some pretty right. hard questions. Uh, Jared, you've got the first question. Yeah, th- it, this week is not easy. It's kind of a tricky, tricky one. Yeah. Okay, who's going first? You are, Jared, I believe. Yay. If we could. Cool. Yeah, um, let's do it. So, my question is, of these movies, the Phase 1 movies, like, there's a lot of really, really cool and important moments for the whole series, you know, the whole... Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I was wondering, what is the best moment in these ones? It could be a scene, it could be just a line, but what what moment, like, kind of sums up the greatness of these movies? Whoever wants to, whoever wants to go first can. Okay, I'll I'll hop in. 
Um, nice. I think for me, like just introducing the idea of like a post credit sting is just such a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Because it makes it so that you can you can have a whole movie self contained or whatever. You can have some stuff in it. You can have a super good movie that has an entire arc and three acts and whatever and not have to do a ton of other stuff coming in but then you can just put like 30 seconds to a minute teasing of what's going to come in the future and it doesn't have to like interrupt the movie or anything like that so I think that's just such a good way of doing things and I think the coolest one was the very first one after Iron Man with Nick Fury because there was no expecting that like they kept that under wraps like crazy and when it came out it was just mind-blowing. Like, I still remember, even though I was, like, 10 years old, or maybe not even 10 yet, I knew who Nick Fury was, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, they're making an Avengers movie? <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, Iron that's Man, so good. It, it was just Iron Man at the time, right? They hadn't really announced anything else. It was just, yeah. Oh, yeah, here's an oh, Iron Man but, movie. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. But you didn't really know that they'd be connected or anything. No, no. And it was made by Universal. Um, but... Yeah, I was I was blown away. I was like, oh my goodness, they're actually making this? Like, this is actually happening? Like, Samuel Jackson was who the comic Nick Fury, when they made Ultimates, was based off of. Like, his appearance. <laughs> yeah. And then they actually got him. <laughs> I didn't know Nick that. That's, so, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's perfect. And so, it actually happened. And the fact that he's still Nick Fury today, too, is just so awesome. I know. <laughs> he's it's still so around. Cool. Yeah. I love Samuel Jackson. And so yeah, he's great. Yeah, it, that first one. I mean, all most of them are super, super good, but that first one is really just what got me. And I think a lot of people just excited right. for what the heck this was about to be because they hadn't announced any sort of phases or any of that crap. But no, yeah, it's just happened, like dessert after a great stuff. meal. <laughs> yeah, man, Niall. Um, f- for me, I. This is a hard uh-huh. one because yeah, I was I was kind of leaning too. towards talking about yeah I was leaning towards the um you know that mid credits thing but then I or the the end credits or whatever whenever they play them but I was I'm almost thinking like because they do that with a lot of stuff especially in phase 1 even outside of the credits like with Thor when Hawkeye shows up for two seconds yeah, right. yeah. and and you don't even know that it's him all it is, is he's just got a bow and arrow and Jeremy Renner and you're like why did they get Jeremy Renner to play this part for five seconds on screen you know? <laughs> and so yeah it's kind of like this little drop you know and I love I love the big Easter egg culture that they've got oh yeah 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 um but so that's mainly just commenting on what Lucas said because I love the way that they string them together outside of just narrative, but also like in just these little bits, you know, I think it's great. But um, my answer is actually from the Avengers movie, which I feel like is going to be a cop out. Um, but this, the, there's a shot in the Battle of New York where they're all like flying around and doing their thing and the camera just follows it, it's one take you know it's one shot and it just kind of like follows Iron Man flying and then he passes Hawkeye and Hawkeye shoots an arrow and it follows the yeah. arrow down to where like Captain America's at and it just like tracks where all of them are at and it's like 
even though that movie the whole time they're like, you know, together and stuff, it's I feel like that shot where you're kind of for me at least, that's where I was watching it and I realized for the first like complete time, like these people are actually in this movie all at the same time. Yeah. And this is like actually happening. And I I just like I will never forget being in the theater and seeing that, you know, that moment and just kind of being floored by not just like the cinematic coolness of it, but also like kind of the just like I I couldn't believe that it was real, you know, and I still kind of can't, you know, looking back on it. And so for me, that's always going to be the, the number one spot. Yeah, I think in junior high, I remember that movie being in, like officially announced or there was a trailer that came out or something. And it was just so hyped. Like, I'd go to math class and they'd be like, yeah, you see yeah. the Avengers trailer? You are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw it, you saw it. You know, then he'd go straight to science and like, oh, you saw the Avengers trailer? You're like, yeah, I saw the Avengers trailer. You know, I, I think that's yeah. the first time I've ever experienced so much, like, excitement and pure just happiness about something existing. <laughs> and so I yeah. think I think the, the that Battle yeah. of New York really sums it up. And I, I'm te- I was tempted to say... The arc shot, you know, the classic, iconic wraparound shot where it just has them all, right. like, assemble for the first time and you hear yeah. the Avengers fanfare going. Uh, but I, I, I think Niall kind of covered that. So my, my other answer that I was debating uh, has become maybe the most significant moment in all of the universe. And that's the very end yes. where Robert Downey Jr. says, I am Iron Man. That whole scene is so freaking good. Because, like, you can tell he's fighting, like, do I reveal myself, like, right now? Like, you know, what's the significance of it? Everyone's like, don't say anything, don't say anything. We can cover it up. Just read the cards, read the cards, you know? And he gets there. He starts talking. (laughs) He looks at the cards. I am Iron Man. All the reporters jump up, and they're, like, screaming questions. Cut to the credits. (laughs) It's so perfect. So So awesome. Yeah. And then, obviously... Uh, did you know that that was... Sorry, go ahead. That was improvised. That was improvised? Yeah, like, in the original script, it wasn't gonna be like that, but Robert Downey Jr. was like, Tony Stark wouldn't read the cards. <laughs> yeah. And so then he just did that, and they kind of, like, changed the script around that's it. That's actually awesome. And now, that's why... And that's kind of why nobody in the Marvel movies, except for Spider-Man, has a secret identity. Yeah. And it kind of works... Because of that moment, Dang. you know? It kind of works, and they also have, like, um, they have repercussions from that, too. Like, in Iron Man 3, when his house gets blown up, yeah, like, yeah. people know who he is, so he can just yeah get attacked. It's so cool. Which, I'm, I'm pretty excited it. to see how, how that hits Spider-Man in the new one. Like, they, they kind of yeah. announced that, yeah. you know, and, and the city's kind of against him at this point. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I'm super excited. Um, but yeah, plus like that moment, I am Iron Man obviously has significance throughout the, the series. And then the final movie just like capstones the saga. Oh yeah. And yeah. it's perfect. you it starts, it ends it. That moment is just, it transcended that movie. And, uh, that's, it's, that was my favorite movie. Chills. <sighs> yeah. Man. That was a good one. So good. Whew. Man, now I'm excited. I just, I actually, so I watched Iron Man last night. I was going to bed pretty late. Yeah, oh, I was real? going to bed, um, and I felt right. ashamed that I didn't. My uh, question, right? See any? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I watched it at like two two a.m. and then I finished it at like four. <laughs> but it was Jeez. worth it. It was very good. Sorry, Lucas. <laughs> Lucas, you go for it. Yeah, it is a good one. I think we're having a few no, no connection worries. issues, um, and so yeah, I just watched <laughs> Iron Man recently as well, just because I was like, man, I need to rewatch this. And yeah, it holds up. It is so freaking good. Yeah. Right. And it's the first one. Like. Yeah, dude. Anyway, uh, my question is less glorifying it, but more <laughs> looking at it a little bit more critically. Um, but what do you guys think Phase 1 could have done better? Um, so now. It's, it's hard for me because I, I have such a hard time, especially with these movies, looking at them in any sort of critical light Likewise. just because I love them yeah. I love them all so much yeah. and even even the movies that aren't as maybe phenomenal as like Iron Man or the Avengers like people really bash on the first Thor movie a lot which I kind of don't get I really love the first Thor movie yeah um I thought it was okay. but like a bunch of people kind of <laughs> right exactly <laughs> and I don't know I it's it's kind of hard for me, but what I would maybe say is <laughs> I would almost maybe take out the the Iron Man two mm. um be- before Avengers. I think like and of course it makes sense from a business standpoint, and I also don't hate Iron Man two as much as so many people profess to hate it. I think it's I think it's really cool. If if nothing else for that Elon Musk <laughs> cameo that he makes in the in the oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> but he wasn't even um, that relevant then too. Is the funny thing? No, it was just kind of like yeah, and now he's like captain of the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I think that maybe it would have. I don't know. I just feel like. One movie per person before the Avengers would have made it flow a little bit better, you know? And that I think that's one of the reasons that Iron Man 2 kind of gets forgotten by so many people or just kind of, like, thrown by the side is because it's like, did that really happen before the Avengers? Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at it now, it doesn't seem like it makes sense. It's like, oh, yeah, everyone would have their first movie and then the Avengers and then they all get their sequels. Right. But the first movie after the Avengers was Iron Man 3, you know? And it's just kind of like, if for nothing else, I think it kind of throws off the flow a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but, it like like I said, I feel like my answer to that is pretty weak because I, had, I have a hard time thinking of things that Phase 1 should have done better. So I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, I think even with the problems that some of the movies might have had, it's like it all worked out at the end, you know? Like, ultimately, right. these are just minor things, you know? And so, and changing anything yeah. huge would probably affect everything more significantly, and we, we don't want that. Um, I think the biggest stain on the, um, on the Phase 1 movies is Hulk. And so I, I really want a good Hulk movie. Like I really want one oh, yeah. that I can just fall in love with, be 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 behind Bruce Banner the whole time, and if they right. would have been able to get Mark Ruffalo, 
and kind of like have the Hulk movie right before Avengers even, you know? Have Iron Man be the yeah. first one and then have the Hulk movie right before and it's just like now they know what works, you know, maybe what doesn't work. Hopefully right. they cast Mark Ruffalo. I think, you know, he's so perfect in that role. And then they, have that movie. Sorry. That would have been that would have been awesome for me, but I also realize you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, they didn't know right. any of the issues they were going to have with production um, or casting, and then they, you know, obviously they started with that one, and they wouldn't have known the success of the the future ones. And so, in a perfect world, right. that's what I would change. Is just hold off on Hulk. I don't think anyone wants him to start <laughs> the franchise anyway. <laughs> but yeah. that's my answer. I mean, I'm with you, Niall. I think changing anything major would would affect things for the worse right and Lucas. people like barely even people barely even consider hulk part of phase one too right yeah so funny I know. people like just toss it aside it's it's not as bad as people think it is but the funny mm-hmm. thing is that um mark ruffalo originally was going to be hulk in that but universal was like no we want someone more famous <laughs> <laughs> and so they were like really yeah, so let's, let's get, get Tyler Durden <laughs> yeah exactly I had no idea yeah, so they and had originally been planning on casting Mark Ruffalo it was Ed Norton and then he's like no nah, I don't want to do like a million of these and then they went back to Mark Ruffalo yeah and then Mark Ruffalo is huge well, now too right aside yeah. from and, Avengers and this isn't even anything against Edward Norton because I love Edward Norton in basically everything he's in. I just think that it's kind of a perfect, like Mark Ruffalo is just the perfect choice, not even necessarily for Bruce Banner in general, but specifically for Bruce Banner, the way that they're doing him in the Marvel yeah. movies, you know? Yeah. Like, cause I think Edward Norton's a great choice. He just doesn't, he wouldn't have fit this universe the way that Mark Ruffalo does. Right. Yeah, like thinking, if you think of all the times Hulk has been in the movies, just imagine that being Ed Norton instead of Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I know, I know. It just, I don't think it fits as well. I think Mark Ruffalo just in general is like a funnier actor, and you kind of need a little bit of that. Right. Um, yeah. Which definitely not like, wasn't really his... what they were going for initially. Like, watching the Iron Man movie, yeah, yeah, like exactly. it's fun, it but you can tell, like, it is pretty brutal. Like, you see, like, soldiers yeah. dying. Yeah. You see, like, it's fairly, like, not, like, super gruesome, but, like, you know, they don't shy away from it. It's It feels really real and down-to-earth, like an actual, like, yeah. Yeah. movie where there's stakes and he's a character. And then they kind of For lose sure. that going on. Not in necessarily a bad way, but they just shift yeah. directions. But, yeah. yeah. In this world of, like, recasts, though, you know? Wait, but I don't think... Did we get Lucas as oh, a no, 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 so, no. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I... See, I totally agree with both of what you guys were saying. The thing with Hulk that's still unfortunate, and the reason we haven't gotten a Hulk movie still since then with Mark Ruffalo, is that um, freaking Universal just the, still yeah, owns the, the, the rights. rights are with mm, Universal. To an individual Hulk movie. So they set up leader and Abomination is still alive and they're only going to just now bring him back after literally like 14 years. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. For for the listeners who aren't aware, they've announced that um, Tim Roth's Abomination will be 
in the She-Hulk Disney Plus series. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Which is going to be awesome. That'll be so cool. I'm stoked about it. Yeah, that'll be so cool, especially because Mark Ruffalo's Hulk will also be in it. So I hope that those two get some exchanges as though it's always been (laughs) Mark Ruffalo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because that's the idea, right? Like, they've had to recast I I really want... I really want Tim Roth to just like say like you look different than the last time I saw you. Banner says just some like very on the nose reference. Mark Mark Ruffalo is like you took everything from me, and he's like I don't even know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Sorry, sorry, we keep it. No, 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 you're good. Um, I was gonna say I think with the point about Iron Man two, I would have put that after Avengers as well, and I would have actually put Ant-Man before Avengers and had him in the first movie. Yes, and have Edgar Wright direct it yeah. instead of Peyton Reed. Yeah, that's that's a whole put it in, other yeah, conversation, but yeah. I, I could do a whole episode talking about how mad I am that Edgar Wright didn't end up we directing should, We yeah. should have an Edgar Wright episode, honestly. I was going to do that yeah, this good, week, yeah. but then I decided against it. No, that's it. okay. We we'll save it. it. We'll save it. I love Edgar yeah. Wright. Yeah, we're we're pre-gaming on future episodes now. (laughs) Yeah, he's a goodie. I love Edgar Wright a lot, and I didn't really know who he was at the time. But I think it's interesting, the lineup that they chose for the first Avengers movie, like Black Widow, Hawkeye, Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America. Like, it ended up working out really well, but it's just Mm -hmm. not very, like, traditional as far as, like... Avengers yeah. lineups like that had never those six had never really been in their own series or anything. It was just like yeah, here's six right. Avengers that people like generally, and so they put them in a movie yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I like them. Like it ended up working out a lot, and I think it has a lot to do with the character development and the the actors that they have because they're all so well cast. Um, yeah, and just kind of how much of a connection we built with those characters over the years. Not as much like the comic books that they were based off of. But I think it would have been cool to have Hank Pym's Ant-Man and Wasp yes. as a part of the original Avengers as well. Because I love those yes. characters. I ended up liking what they do with um, Scott Lang and everything. Like I, I like mm-hmm. the Ant-Man movies and stuff like that. Yeah. I would have loved yeah. to have seen some Hank Pym action. It would have been... It would have been so cool to have the first of Ant-Man movie be Hank Pym's Ant-Man with the Avengers. And then the second one be the... Scott Lang to steal an Ant Man. Yeah, su- yeah, that would have been storyline yeah, yeah. where See. he goes in and he steals the suit. You know, so you replace Iron and then Man like with then you get Ant that Man. dynamic. Yeah, 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 that would have been very cool. It would have been. Cool. Awesome. I get, I get why they didn't do it, but but still right. awesome. Yeah, I think the the mending or like just the molding of of having that super small, you know, pun intended, small scale hero. With, like, the rest ah. of it going on. That is kind of difficult to write. And I think they really do well later. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> but if they're not doing, like, the giant uh, Ant-Man, you know, like, that might be yeah. difficult. If they're trying to hold off on that. But if right. they put that in, I see him kicking butt in the Avengers, like, New York fight. Oh, for sure. But, yeah. Um, I have a question for Yay. all of you. Speaking speaking of recasts, to to repeat Jared's segue. <laughs> I tried. From I earlier, tried. It was too early. I tried. So, <laughs> um, uh, speaking of recasts, um, 
I like to I like these hypothetical character hypothetical questions, right? And so hypothetically speaking, say you were forced to recast a character that was introduced in phase one. Um, somebody that came in, what other actor would you pick to play that character from the beginning? So I'm not saying like now we're recasting them. I'm saying like if they were cast as a different person initially, who would you have picked? Okay. I guess I'll start. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was obviously some recasts that occurred, but I wanted to talk about maybe a character I didn't love yeah. initially, and I still am not super sold on, and that's uh, Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper Potts. Mm. I'm just not oh, a huge Gwyneth Paltrow fan. And I know there, there are a lot of people who love her, a lot of people who hate her. Um, I, I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. But I think having like someone else wouldn't necessarily break the mold it wouldn't change everything but it you know it might be a little more enjoyable for your boy jared um and so i would say recasting her as emily blunt okay and i know there's some fan casts to have emily blunt come in later into the series and that would kind of take away from that but i would love to see me some emily blunt in these movies okay and i want it now and i wanted it then okay so having sure. Emily Blunt come in, she has the female Iron Man armor or whatever. She's kicking butt. I feel like Rescue, that would land. Actually. A, a, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, it's called the Rescue Armor, Jerry. <laughs> All right, whatever. Do you know anything You know, I would remember that if Emily Blunt wore it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and if they said it in yeah, the movie. Yeah, which that, that also would help. <laughs> but that's my answer is Emily Blunt. I didn't want to choose someone to, like, recast one of the big guys and so i think that's a good middle ground for me lucas wow with it all right so we had kind of talked about i already mentioned this earlier but i think they are so well cast yeah i love yeah like even past phase one like there's not really any casting where i'm just like Ooh man, that guy or that girl for that character. I know. Like the way that the person they cast so good. always they're able to make their personality reflect onto the character that they're playing and it just makes us like the character and the person more. But that being said, I if I had to replace anyone in phase one, I would have replaced Hawkeye with Robert De Niro. <laughs> I do my best over here. I'm like, I want to do a serious answer. <laughs> and you have Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah. So if you've seen The Irishman, you, you, when he uh, when he's acting youthful or trying to at least, oh. there's one scene in particular where they've aged him down, where he has to kick someone to the ground and like beat him up. And it's just so awkward and chunky because Robert De Niro is in his 70s. And I think it would just be so funny to see Robert De Niro just from year to year just having to come back for these movies, just no. refusing to accept that he's an older man and just trying to be the, the bad A with a bow and arrow. Just Okay, it would okay. It so funny. Well, let's get Niall's answer, but then I think we should change the question given that. It should be... Let's uh, let's see if we can assemble the worst cast <laughs> to play the Avengers. <laughs> we'll keep Robert De Niro, but let's get Niall okay. answer first, and then Niall pitches someone okay, back. Okay, <laughs> I wanted to. So I am upset because 
I had I came in with two answers prepared, and one of them was Emily Blunt um, coming in as Black okay. Widow because that was their original casting choice, but then she turned it down because she had other she had like scheduling conflicts. And so I want her because I love Emily Blunt in yeah. everything. But now we need Emily Blunt to be invisible no, uh, yeah, yes. alongside John Krasinski. It'd be so Fantastic. good. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I would love to see her as Black Widow as well. And then my second answer, after Jared said Emily Blunt, I was like, well, better go to my second answer. And then <laughs> Lucas says Hawkeye. I was going to recast Hawkeye. <laughs> I was going to recast Hawkeye with Bill Burr. Oh. That actually would be, um, wouldn't be horrible. Now, <laughs> especially now, compared to yeah, Lucas. Now, hear me out. Oh, come <laughs> hear on. me out on it. Because Bill Burr, specifically in his um, in his performance as Mayfeld in The Mandalorian, yeah. um, is he's actually got some chops, you know? Because he was, he was in the newest episode of Mandalorian, and I was kind of joking with one of my roommates going in. You you knew that it was, knew, he was I going he to was, be in it because it shows it at it, the so. end of the... Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say anything. But I was joking with my roommate about the fact that Bill Burr doesn't really act. He just kind of is Bill Burr and then reads the lines that he's given, yeah. you know? and And that's not a problem. But then last night in the episode, he kind of showed some acting chops. And I was like, hey, look at you, you know? And so what I was imagining is you've got um, Bill Burr as Hawkeye, and he fills the role that Flash fills for the Justice League, in the comics at least, because in the movies, Flash is terrible. But he's kind of like that, that really quippy, jokey person you know and i can see how it would conflict maybe with um tony stark's iron man but that's maybe part of the fun you know and so i think that it would be really fun to have him be a more snarky angry hawkeye um i think it could be really awesome but that was my pick okay i like it i really do but let's get into (laughs) let's get into our worst casting i'm so glad scarjo got that she's way better yeah, I'm happy role, that she got it, but I'm gonna say she's great. I I Let's... think um, Owen Wilson as Captain America. <laughs> wow, wow, look at my shield! Wow, look at all the look at all these look aliens. All these aliens. Wow. They're just coming straight down, aren't they? Wow. <laughs> wow. Set up a perimeter all the way to 34th Street. Wow. <laughs> Actually, okay, and I've got one more: Steve Buscemi as the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the classic gosh. name. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I was I was gonna say Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk, but then do it the way they did it Just in the TV him. show. Just paint his body green. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Just that's good. Him trying but they like they'll like they'll enlarge in him on the screen like it's still just yeah, Luke just, now, but they yeah. just like make him just bigger use the proportionally use the lasso tool on photoshop yeah, exactly. and just like increase his size, his size. Um, my pick for for nick fury we've got my obligatory george lopez casting oh. no <laughs> yeah george George Lopez as Nick Fury, and then Mario Lopez as Mariah Hill. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Lucas, what you got, man? <laughs> um, uh, Will Smith as Tony Stark. Okay, that there would actually sell tickets. I could actually see that. That would sell though. tickets. I was thinking more like more Macaulay Culkin as Tony Stark. <laughs> Michael Michael Sarah <laughs> as Tony Stark. Oh. Michael Sarah as <laughs> Thor. <laughs> oh jeez, that's the casting of a lifetime, dude. There you go. Wow. Um, Adam Sandler as Loki. <laughs> Pretty oh. good. Pretty good. <laughs> Man, this should have been the question the whole time. Can you imagine him doing what his about, voices? Uh, Joe Pesci as Thanos. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? <laughs> hey, get the Infinity Stones! <laughs> Joe Pesci. That's my terrible app- attempt at a Joe, Joe yeah, Pesci fine, voice. Fine. I just go with like a... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez! Oh man! <laughs> oh gosh! Is it? How about Christopher Lloyd as as anyone? Jarvis? Honestly, there you go. anybody. Yeah. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd as Jarvis. That'd I don't want to see it. We don't have one for ScarJo, do we? I just found I out this up. week. I just found out this week that Christopher Lloyd was the voice of Rasputin in Anastasia. I had no Dang. idea. No, I haven't seen that. Just. Side in light. Oh, I, I've got Black Widow though. Cardi B. Ugh, oh. No, no, no. Please. <laughs> no. Delete no, that idea imagine from it. your mind. No. <laughs> delete her, man. Just delete She's, her. Hasn't, <laughs> delete she, her hasn't she acted in something? Probably horribly. <laughs> How about Leslie Jones? <laughs> That one got me. Okay. (laughs) Why not? What about Harrison Ford as Black Widow? Again, old man refusing to accept that he's not the part that he's playing. (laughs) As Black Widow. Woody Harrelson. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. I'm trying to think of, like, a good actress that would just be totally wrong for Black Widow. Dame Judi Dench. It's hard to think of. Dame Judi Dench. There you go. She's great. She's great. That's we it. love her. That's the Helena line. Bonham Carter. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, Helena Bonham Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Helena That's Black Widow. Come on, pick. she would be so bad. She, she. <laughs> no, I like she. It's a good, Betty good White. choice. Good choice. No, for a bad cast. A good pick as a bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's that's great. If anyone has any others, that was good. Go for it. If not, um, do we have a fan question for the week? We've got a fan question. Woo. Um, this fan question was brought to us by I can't remember who. Kevin Neald. Kevin Neald. That's it. Thank, thank you, you Kevin. Kevin, so much, and thank you, thank you to everybody who submitted a question. Uh, we love it, seriously, every week, just reading through all the questions that people submit. And sometimes people don't even submit questions. Um, they just kind of say their opinions of things. And that's fine, too, because we like to see that. 
Um, but this question by yeah, Kevin which we hate. is, what, <laughs> no, is what are the best it. and worst movies <laughs> of Phase 1? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I lost my connection, so I'm going to end this call and join again. No, what is it? <laughs> we just Niall, lost Niall. What is the question, please? We lost him right as he was saying the question. We lost him. Niall, you're back. What did you hear? What did the question? What did you hear and what did you not hear? Because I just I just dropped out of the call. You were you're, saying the question left us with bated breath. <laughs> okay, the question <laughs> is. What are the best and worst movies of Phase One? Ooh, Nile, start us off. So with this that is one. our this is our speed this is our speed round. Okay, um, best movie. Um, this is gonna be controversial, and people are gonna disagree with me because I feel like you're gonna want me to say Iron Man, but I'm gonna say The Avengers. Um just because of how big of a deal it was and and what it did for movies and the amount of anticipation going into it and the fact that nobody felt let down off of the anticipation that they had, yeah. you know? Like, it lived up to what we wanted it to be. Um, worst movie of Phase 1? Are, are we counting The Incredible Hulk as a Phase 1 movie? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Um... Then, then for me, it's The Incredible Hulk. Um, as much as I still enjoy that movie and don't think, like Lucas said earlier, I don't think it's as bad as other people do. Um, but I, I would say that that's probably the worst one of Phase One. Yeah, definitely. By um, the with with the with the honorable mention of the first Captain America movie. Ooh, just because, Hard just because it's forgettable. Bro, I just I feel like it's not memorable. No. I love it's, that one. It's good. I like I, it. And I love Hugo Weaving as Red Skull. But I just, I, I rank it lower than I Thor. agree. Here, I'll go, I'll go next because I think my favorite is Iron Man. <clears throat> and then my least favorite sure. um, is probably Iron Man 2. It, if wow. I'm being honest with you guys. I think, I think there's a lot of good stuff uh, that comes with, with all the other ones. Uh, Iron Man 2 is just kind of like... I want my board. Exists. Um, I like Whiplash. He should have been in it more, but, you know. But don't you want Mickey Rourke to get his board? I really don't. His board? (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite subplot of any Marvel movie, is Mickey Rourke trying to get a bird. (laughs) I love... That is pretty good. If that was the whole movie, I might might disagree. I might change my answer. All right, there you go. <laughs> Move that from B plot to A plot, uh, and we've got plot. a blockbuster. Iron Man is in the movie. <laughs> I love how the. <laughs> I love how the plot of that movie is: bad guy gets Tony Stark equipment, and so he decides to make whips with it. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I'll tell like, you my my big issue with it like, is I think overall and the first time, like the big issue Marvel kind of gets like pointed out a lot you know it's is they don't have the best villains but i think of those movies that one definitely has the weakest you know all the other ones i think are are passable you know are are even great as far as villains go but then loki came from that and red skull yeah thor in thor loki carries even obadiah is is great you know yeah oh yeah yeah, dude stan Um, is awesome and then Abomination was 
passable, you know, but I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's why it's, it's probably my, my least favorite. Sorry, Lucas, I know this is a speed round. I didn't mean to go so in depth. No, you're fine, fine. because I agree with what you were saying. Um, <laughs> but if you didn't Well, agree. I mean, like, honestly, <laughs> yeah, going last, it's just like, obviously, my answers were either going to be Iron Man or Avengers is my favorite, or Iron Man 2 and Hulk is my least favorite, <laughs> because right. everything else is just, like, pretty good, but not, like, the best or the worst. Right. Um, right. So, I think I'm still going to go with Avengers and Hulk, though. Uh, Avengers at the top, right. Hulk at the bottom, because I love Iron Man, but I really love Avengers. That was just mm-hmm. such yeah. a good culmination of those first few movies, and Hulk was just rough. Um, <laughs> it has some good stuff, and I'm glad they're bringing, like, I really like the casting, again. Like, even in, when these movies don't deliver, like, the casting is still quality, and so I love Tim yeah, Roth as Abomination. I love William Hurt as Thunderbolt Ross. Like, they finally started bringing him back in Civil War and now yeah. he's been in every movie and he's gonna be in Black Widow and stuff so it's like I'm down for it yeah um but yeah other than those cool things it's just been kind of grungous since then and I don't yeah. I don't think that's ever an issue if we agree I think it just like proves just how good these movies are or you know how lacking yeah, they might be right. and so you know I know or, I know we want to be unique with our answers all the time but I really like it's not a bad thing at all yeah, I don't care that much about being unique with my answers. So stop. You're unique enough with um, your answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna be stepping on your toes with most of these answers. Yeah, so nobody's. No, I was. Um, I wasn't gonna steal your hot guy answer. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, I think with that, that's that's gonna wrap her Woo. up. Um, thank you to everybody who listened. Uh, thank you to the Corbor Scoreboard Door Four Corner Tour and Floor Emporium for sponsoring this. What episode. was the coupon code again? And uh, be sure to. Oh, the the coupon code was the Orange Door Hinge Score Core Floorboard co- Scoreboard Four Corners Tour Store and more. Yeah, all caps, no space. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> all caps, no spaces. Um, be sure to uh, follow us on Instagram at the Orange Boy Inquiry um, to be able to submit questions and um, be sure to uh, like us and rate us on Apple Podcasts because that's a good way for us to get exposure. We gotta beg for that sometimes, um, but uh, for real, everybody, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.